Blog Talk Radio. Oh, let's just enjoy the presence of the Lord right now. Oh, we love you, Lord. We bless you, Lord.
Hello, and welcome to tonight's show. I am your host tonight, Tanisha, your other host, Terrence. He is a busy bee tonight. It's the day before, on the night before Thanksgiving, as you all know. We will be hosting um, tomorrow a dinner at our home, so we've got lots to do. So Terrence is working on some things. We've got guests in town. It's it's um, pretty fun. So, um, but thank you all for tuning in tonight. Today is, let me pull up my calendar. <laughs> it's November 22nd. It's 2023. It's 7.12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And again, welcome to PGN. I'm excited to be here tonight. I'm glad that you tuned in as well. Got a word for you and looking forward to see what the Lord has to say to us um, during tonight's show and what he has to say to us individually. So as I've said since the end of last year, that this year, 2023, um, this is the word that the Lord had given me at the end of last year for what this year was going to represent. It's God restoring, right? Breakthroughs and exposure. And there's been an uptick of that, even in the secular world. I've noticed some people commenting on stories that have been um, coming out this last week or so, and they're like, something's going on with this year. You know, they're like, maybe something's we're into the something Aquarius or the moon reversing, you know, man is always trying to figure out what God has already told us is right. When they don't know the word or believe the word, they're always trying to come up with an explanation. No, what the, what, what the reason is, is this is a year for exposure. This is a year for God restoring thing. This is a year for breakthrough and this year is still going on. It hasn't ended yet. So expect it to, um, to strengthen as this year comes to a close. And when you think about it, sometimes exposure is not always like, uh, it's not always a negative thing. Like when people say, oh, somebody got exposed, they always think of it as a negative way. But let's look up the word exposure real quick. Let's just define it. And I didn't even know we were going here tonight. As always, we don't really plan for what's going to, we're going to talk about just like the, um, the Lord lead how he sees fit. So exposure is the fact or condition of being exposed, such as, right, the condition of being presented to view or made known. Um, subject to some effect or influence. So that's exposure. There's also other things that the world uses for exposure, like financial loss or things like that. But this is not what... Um, it means what the Lord gave me. It's presented to view or made known, basically, to, to make something known. And sometimes exposure could be, you could make something known that's, you know, something bad that's been covered up for a very long time. And sometimes things could be made known, um, uh, the truth that's been, you know, piled up with lies. Sometimes it's something to be made known within you, Right. So that you can see how you handle things, you can see how you respond, so you can see what's in you. Maybe there was something in you God's been trying to work out, but under the right conditions now, it's exposed. So there's all sorts of ways that things can be exposed. It's not always a negative thing. So we're going to see all of those different examples as this year comes to a close of exposure. There's going to be things that nobody knew, right? Or, Or that some people knew, maybe a small circle of people knew, or maybe 
you know, people knew that didn't feel they had a voice. And now it's going to come out to where it's not just exposed, but it's it's known as truth. Um, some there's some some truth. There's going to be a lot of truth exposed. This as this year closes, a lot of truth, not just things coming out and people don't know what to believe. But no, it's going to be factual, where it's backed up to expose that this is the truth. That I know this is what you've been believing, but here's the truth, and here's the proof of the truth. So we're going to see a lot of that. But God's going to expose things even in us as a body of Christ, so that we know what we're made out of. We know what's in us whether it be good, bad, or ugly, so that it could be strengthened, fortified, corrected, or removed. Um, and expect some some breakthroughs, right? This is also a year of breakthrough. So sometimes it feels like you're, you're you know, in a hamster wheel and you're not going anywhere, and now it's time for you to take off. Or it feels like you've been working towards something and you feel like you don't see any results. Well, now you're going to see the results. It feels like you've been on a chain gang just with your sledgehammer, and no results, and now the wall's going to fall down. So we're, we're going to see that. And again, we're going to see God restoring. So what is restoring? Let's look that up real quick. And thank you, Lord, for this word tonight. So let's just look up restore. So bring back. Hmm. A previous right practice, customer situation to reinstate, to reimpose, reinstall, rehabilitate, reestablish, to return. So we're going to see restoration in this year. Maybe your reputation has been um, temporarily um, damaged. Maybe your finances, maybe your peace of mind. Right, you're trying to be peaceful, but you really are not operating in peace. You're worried, you're nervous, or whatever the case may be. Restoration is not just one thing. You know, you can restore many things, and we're going to see a lot of restoration as this year comes to an end, um, comes to a close, or comes to a transition into uh, 2024. Which Terrence is always calling 2020. He's already calling it 2024, the year of more. Like he's already saying that. Um, so I want you to be excited about this year. I want you to be excited um, about what God is doing. Um, Terrence and I have been dealing with a situation last couple weeks. You know, just when you think that, um, you know, things things calm down. Sometimes you deal with a with a volatile situation, and you're like, okay, things are calming down, and then it like <laughs> picks right back up, and you're like, not again. But I'm grateful for it. I count it all joy because um, I know what to do. You know, you foam at the mouth for a second, you know, sometimes things happen and it it is mouth foaming type stuff, but then you wipe your mouth off, you know, and you get yourself together. Go to the Lord first and foremost with the everything, how you're feeling, you know, what, what, how, how the outcome that you're expecting, um, the truth of the word, you bring it all to him and he will, do what he does. Like with me, I took my foam and mouth to the Lord and I'm like, I'm sick of this. I'm tired. It's gone on way too long. It's ridiculous at this point. Like do something, please. And the Lord had to remind me, I already told you that I'm doing something. Something is already in the works. You just have to believe that. So when things 
happen that's the opposite of what I've told you. You already know that's not the truth. And you can just relax because you know that there's already a solution, you know, and I was able to just have peace. So sometimes right before you get a, a major breakthrough, you, there's things get stirred up a little bit. And we have to be grateful for that because, one, we know what to do. We're not like the world. When things go on in the world, they're like the Smurfs. You ever watch that show, The Smurfs? I'm, I'm, I'm aging myself. <laughs> but The Smurfs is a show about these little blue people that live in their own little village, and they're not humans. They're like they're Smurfs. And one of their, um, uh, their, their nemesis is a human named Gargamel. Well, Gargamel would find Smurf Village by chance because he couldn't, he didn't know exactly where it was. They would just run with their hands in the air screaming, oh, Papa Smurf, which was the main Smurf. It was just chaos. They didn't know what to do. So they're always looking for Papa Smurf so he can tell them, figure out what, what to do. Well, that's kind of how the world is, except for they don't have a Papa Smurf. They don't know what to do. When things happen, they, they literally don't know what to do. They're just like screaming with their hands up, oh, <laughs> but us as believers, we don't have to do that. If you need to scream, scream. If you want to put your hands up when you scream, scream. Do what you need to do to let it out. But first and foremost, go to the Lord. We have an answer to everything, even when we don't have the answer. We serve the answer because he is the great I am. So if you would say, I need an answer, he would tell you, I am the answer, right? Because he's everything you need him to be. So when you said like this, don't, this situation got me unpeaceful, he, he says, I am peace. Because he's the Prince of Peace. He's the great I am. So he's the solution to everything. He's the answer to everything. He's the 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 the, the blueprint to everything. He's the solution to everything. He's the strategy for everything. He, he is. So we could take everything to him. We could take it honestly to him and tell him, hey, this is how this is making me feel. This is, you know, how much longer, Lord, or do I just endure, whatever the case may be. And he works all of that out. That's enough to be grateful for that. We don't have to know what's going on. We take it to the one who does. And then tell him, Lord, how do I respond? Do I respond? What do you want me to think about this? Right? Because you, your own little thoughts are going to come up. You don't have to give in to him. You don't have to say, well, I'm doing this because what I think. Well, what does the Lord think? Tell the, tell the Lord, put the, put, put the mind in me, Lord, that's in you. I don't want to be thinking this through my own human flesh and my little limited knowledge and ability. I want a, I want a, a broad perspective. I want to see it the way you see it. We that's, that's a blessing that we can take everything to the Lord and we can exchange when things are heavy for his light burden. When it's a heavy yoke, we can exchange it for his light burden. So all we got to do is take it to him. That's it. And that is a blessing. And that is something worth being thankful for. So just wanted to put that out there. Like I said, I didn't know what direction we were going, but the Lord wanted to remind that we're still in 2023. So we're still expecting God restoring. We're still expecting breakthroughs. We're still expecting exposure. And we, we as believers, no matter what comes, when that, no matter what we're faced with or whatever we read or whatever happens to us personally or whatever, we always can take it to the Lord. We're not like the world who's just like chickens with their heads cut off, don't know what's going on, just crashing on the walls and bleeding out. That's not us. We don't, we don't have to do that. 
Now, that might be your first instinct because that's your flesh might be telling you to do that, but you don't have to do that. You could take it to the Lord of Prayer, just like what I did when, when we had something pop up and I was just like, not, not this again. Like, seriously? Like, my goodness gracious. Like, I'm legit tired. Tired, Lord. And then you keep doing, you know, you, you keep doing what you know is right. And then you're dealing with a situation where a person just insists on keep doing what's wrong. And it, it becomes frustrating, but you don't have to stay frustrated. You can have that moment and take it to the Lord. Take your frustration to the Lord. Take everything to the Lord. And the Lord will calm you and the Lord will guide you and he will direct you and he will tell you how to think and he will give you peace. And for that, I am grateful. And then he uses that to show like, look, see, I had told you this and you was all excited. And then as soon as something popped up, that was opposite. You see how you start falling at the mouth? Like, I need you to work on that. So that's an exposure. That's to show when you're vulnerable to something so that it could be worked on, which is a blessing. Like everything that happens, God uses it for your good. He will work it out for your good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Right? Let's not forget that part. So you have your part to do in making things work out for good, too. So you got to do what he's telling you to do to make it all work out for good. Don't get all in your flesh and don't get all in your own human intellect. Start trying to do things your way. Let him make everything work for your good. Let everything benefit you. Allow that because you can you can get in the way of that. God is not some, you know, he doesn't force anything. He gives instruction and you follow it or you don't. That's where obedience comes in. So. The scripture that I wanted to share tonight, which came to me right before the show started, is in Joshua. I remember this scripture. <laughs> this is this scripture has a lot of um, sentimental meaning for me because I remember several years ago um, I was going through a huge transition in my life, and I really did not know what to do. I didn't know how to succeed because it's like the bottom fell out. And I prayed. I'm like, Lord, I don't, what do I do now? Like, where do I pick up? How do I pick up the pieces? What, what step? Where do I even go? Like, what, what do I do? (laughs) And I remember I read the scripture of the day on the Bible app. And because that's what the Lord told me to do. He's like, read your scripture of the day. And I had my TV on. And I'm reading it, and I'm reading it in my head. I'm not reading it out loud. So, you know, when I read it in my head, it's my voice. So I'm hearing my voice read the scripture. And then I'm also hearing it outside of my head. So I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> you know, like, but it's a woman's voice. So I'm like, what is that? Like, <laughs> well, when I looked up on my TV, the, the Christian program that was on, the host started reading the scripture right when I was reading the scripture. And the show was a teaching on this particular scripture, which that was not a coincidence. No, she didn't see the Bible app that morning. It wasn't a live show or anything. So it was nothing but God. It was a divine appointment. It was an answer prayer. God knew I was going to ask that question when I was going to ask it. And he knew for me to put on that show. But this was a scripture. Uh, Joshua 1, 8. I'm reading it out of the Amplified. 
This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. I want to read this out of the NIV because I want to say that's the version I read it out of back then. Um, NIV reads it. Again, this is Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. And that's true. We have to keep that in the forefront because things are changing. Our world is changing rapidly. And we talked about that. I don't know if it was last show or the show before that. When we talked about what's what today's normal is not going to be next year's normal, right? And as believers, we have to really be solid in our foundation of the word. And we have to be careful to do what the word says. And when we do, we'll be prosperous and successful. Because the world has right a, a, a blueprint, a map. It has a plan that it teaches you from a very young age on what it means to be successful, right? And some people call it here that are in the United States, they call it the American dream. Um, this is what you're taught and indoctrinated to do to have uh, prosperity and to have success. But this is what God tells us we need to do, <laughs> right? We need to keep the book of the law always on our lips. That's the word of God, right? Meditate on it day and night, right? Think about it day and night. If you're going to put your mind on anything, think on, think on things that are lovely, things that are true, things that have a good report. Think about the word of God. So that you, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Because sometimes people really are ignorant. People perish for what? For lack of knowledge. They perish for lack of knowledge. You could be perishing in an area. You could be having success over here in this area you're perishing in because you don't have the knowledge on how to conduct yourself. You don't know what the word of God says about that particular area. We were talking about that last night, me, Terrence, and my mother-in-law, how a lot of people um, don't realize that they're holding on to teachings of their mom or their relatives or a trusted mentor or something that they read in a book or whatever, and it doesn't line up to the word of God, and yet this is what they, these are the principles that they follow for this particular area, and they're not, they're not having success, and they genuinely don't know why. Because they lack knowledge. They've got some instruction, right? Not from the word, but they've got instruction from some human who may, may or may not have meant well. So they're very sincere in following the instructions, but it's not, it doesn't line up to the word. You know, I knew a, a woman who really, really wanted to be married, and she, you know, brought the information to me, and some of the principles that she thought to look for in a mate, they were not biblical. And yet, the women who taught her this, it was two generations in her family who were unmarried women, and bitter, bitter and unmarried, and, and died, both of them died lonely. But yet she was holding on to this instruction. And I'm like, that's not biblical. You're, you're wanting this, that, and the other. And that doesn't, that's not what the word of God teaches. So that's probably part of the reason why you're not having success in that particular area. 
and plus a man's supposed to find you. Like if he finds a wife, finds a good thing, and you're not, you're not a wife. Like you don't even have a wife's mentality. So that happens a lot where people are not doing what's written. They're doing what they have been taught or told by somebody who, like I said, may or may not mean well. But then they're perishing because they lack the knowledge. So we're being instructed here to be we part of the reason why we meditate on the word is so that we're careful to to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and succeed. Then, right? So it's it's telling you how do I how do I get how how can I be prosperous and successful? Well, keep the book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it, right? So keeping it on your lips is speaking it, right? Speaking it. Speak the word. Let it be on your lips. Meditate on it, which means thinking. So we're speaking on it. We're thinking on it. Why? So that we're careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. That's what brings true prosperity and success. Because what has brought true prosperity and success according to the world <laughs> their version of true prosperity and success is not this. And their version of prosperity and success um, and what causes that and what determines that, right, is, is mainly financial. Somebody starts making a certain amount of money. Oh, you made it. Or they've got a certain amount of money in the bank. Oh, you're you're prosperous. But they poor in their, you know, spirit, got a bad mentality, Got nobody likes them, you know. There's all sorts of ways that you could be prosperous. You could be financially prosperous, but true prosperity isn't just finances. And just like having a lot of money doesn't make you successful. If you've made all your money swindling people and causing pain and heartache, is that really success? It's it's not. You've successfully managed to sow really terrible seeds that you will eventually reap. But that's not success. So we're going to see very soon when that financial system <laughs> crashes and burns, even the world is going to really be like topsy-turvy because everything they do is money, everything. They do things for money because the world system loves money. And the love of money is the what? Root of all evil. Not money. The love of it. And we live in a society now that that's their values. You know, I came up at a time where there were real values. It didn't matter if you were uh, a believer or not. There was just human values that people possessed. Being kind. Doing unto others as you want done unto them. These are things that we were taught collectively to have values and morals. You know, don't don't lie and rip people off and, you know, don't be known as a swindler and all these kind of things. We were taught this even in school. We were taught kindness and manners and things like that. And you didn't want to be known as a, a liar or somebody who would rip people off. We were, we even our children's books, because I've always been a, a, a bookworm. I, I like books. I have books. Like I have actual books in my office where I'm at now. I have my little library of books and everybody likes to do things online. But I like to read actual books. And 
as a child, even the books that we read were, they taught us virtues and manners and values. It taught us about not being lazy. Remember the, 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 the little red hen, how she wanted to make bread so she got a little grain and she asked people for help with that. And then she asked for help when it sprouted to cut it. And then she asked for help to mill it and all that. And then she asked for help to make it in the bread and to bake it. And then when the bread was ready, everybody was ready to eat it. And she was like, nah, because you didn't do this, that, this. And we, we were, that's, that was teaching us something. To not just be eating off the, off the hard work of others and you're not entitled to do that. That you got to put some skin in the game. We had book after book after book that taught us values, taught us about not judging people by the way they look, of, of, of sharing and all sorts of stuff. Now the books that they, they have for these kids, they don't care about that. They teach them about me, 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 me. It's all about you, what you think, what you want. Teaching them at a very young age to be very selfish and expect people to cater to every selfish desire that you have. We live in a society that is okay with immoral, immoral things so long as you're getting paid for it. Like this whole, you know, being online and doing whatever to get money online, that wouldn't have flown when I was coming up. It, was, it would be considered shameful to do certain things to get money. Now people, they don't hide the things that they do to get money. They're praised for it, no matter how disgusting and vile and degrading it is, people, oh, they're getting money, you know, it's better than you. And, and then people who oppose it will be called broke. Are they just mad because they broke? Like, how do you know what their financial standing is? Just because they oppose something doesn't make them broke. But that's the people, that's everybody's rebuttal is when you don't like something, they'll just call you broke when somebody's doing something for money that's shameful and you call it out I see it all the time the rebuttal is oh you just broke or they got more money than you so the values of this country is money it's the love of money to where anything goes as long as you've got money that is what the world teaches that's what people are doing that's what we're seeing more and more of there's nothing new under the sun Right, Judas betrayed Jesus for some money. So there's there's nothing new under the sun. We're just seeing it more. It's more prevalent now, and it's now it's it's not hidden the things that people do for the love of money. And now you've got society backing it. I mean, it's always been there, but it's 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 now the people are are the the, the values are are not there. And this is even with people who call themselves believers. Even they'll say, oh, well, they just got money or, or, or they're just having fun, right? So we as believers got to be careful not to get caught up in that type of mentality because we want true prosperity and we want true success because when the money system crashes, then what? What's, what's going to be their God then? They're already, they're already conditioned to do anything to, to, to quote unquote succeed or be prosperous anything. There's no limit. There's no boundaries. So next they're just going to rob and, and kill and steal for it. 
People, well, they're just trying to eat. Well, they're trying to make sure they got what they need. I mean, because we already live in a society that excuses vile behavior in the name of you getting yours. Because everything is very selfish. Unless it, until it hits their family, then there's a problem. But when it's other people, they don't they don't care. They don't concern themselves with what other people got going on. But we as believers, we can't get caught up in that. And this is how we prevent that. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Y'all talking about that. Meditate on it day and night. Be thinking about it. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Seasons change. Societies change. People change. Word of God don't change. This is the truth. No matter what people are wearing, what the hairstyle trends are, housing trends of cars or gas or electric, it don't matter. This is always, this this is absolute truth. You want prosperity and success? Keep this book of the law on your lips and meditate on it day and night so that you're careful to do everything written in it. That's how you're going to be prosperous and successful. It don't matter what day and age you're in. That's the truth. And we need to be thankful to have a God that we serve, who's alive, who loves us, and who gives us instructions on, on, on how to really succeed in this world. Because there's all sorts of things pulling at you and trying to tell you what true success is, how to be prosperous, trying to get your eyes focused on the wrong stuff. Some of you are focused on things that ain't even going to be in existence next year. <laughs> ain't even going to matter by 2024, 2025, or 2026. Focus on what God is telling you to focus on. Do what he's telling you to do. Because things are things going to change quick. I don't know if you keep up with news and all that kind of stuff, but I read an article today that was talking about New York just passed something to where the uh, governor can do uh, quarantine camps with the citizens. Like just take people to quarantine camps. They don't have to test them. They don't. There's no court dates. Family don't have to be notified. And they can put any medications in them and all this stuff. I'm doing more research on it, so do some research. But I just read this. But I heard that you know it's been like a, a kind of a battle that's been going on with with this whole thing. And they also are are about to. Uh, create something with Homeland Security or something where they can teach your children in schools what's considered uh, truth and what's considered conspiracy theories. So we're really seeing the things are changing. People keep saying, well, we're protected under the Second Amendment, blah, 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 blah. Things are going to change. And what are you going to do? You better be going to the Lord. You better be speaking the word, meditating on that. Making God moves, not emotional moves, right? Not your family, what they think moves, but making God moves. And that is, I'm grateful and thankful for that. So if you celebrate Thanksgiving as you celebrate tomorrow with your family and friends or by yourself, be be thinking about that. Be grateful and thankful for, for God that we all know him. I remember a time when I didn't know him. I remember that, and I'm so thankful that I know him now. (laughs) 
I'm thankful that I introduced my children to him. I'm thankful for a husband that knows him and loves him and serves him and doesn't make moves without him. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I have a mother-in-law who loves the Lord, who raised her son to be godly and is a godly woman herself that I can learn from. I'm thankful for, for, for my children loving the Lord because they were influenced by their mother, me, to do so. I'm thankful for this network. This network has changed my life. As a young girl that did not know the Lord, I've always had a prophetic gift. I didn't know what that I didn't know what what it was exactly. I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it was, you know, if that makes any sense. And as a young girl, I, I remember gravitating towards uh, Nostradamus, right? I believe he was a secular prophet. Because I was trying to make sense, I'm trying to connect, I'm trying to find something to that, something close to what I knew I could do. You know, people recognized it. They, oh, she be knowing things. Or so oh, she's psychic. <laughs> but I was always searching. And then even as a believer, you know, my first mentor also had a prophetic gift, but she she didn't operate it in it the way that I operate in it now. But I was able to learn and she taught me a lot of amazing things. So I was grateful for that because there was there was somebody that could relate because I felt like just just kind of felt strange where people didn't I couldn't like talk to anybody about it because they didn't have the gift and once I moved out here and stuff went to the you know bounced around to different church homes and all that kind of stuff never connected with anybody that had a prophetic gift um, and then eventually by God's leading found this network found PGM because at that time too in my life I was wanting my gift to grow but did not quite know where to turn I found like John was it John Paul Jackson he, he had a he's gone on to be with the Lord now but he had a ministry called Streams Ministry that was about like dream interpretation and prophecy and all that. And God led me to that. So there was people that God led me to, but I was really wanting to grow my gift. And when I became part of this network, my gift took off, like took off. Terrence's too. So I'm grateful for this network. I'm grateful for the growth that I've experienced. I'm grateful for being able to be used to encourage, I'm grateful for the people who are amazing and who pray for me and, you know, love on me and I love on y'all. We don't even know each other outside of this network. God has brought us together and that is, I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful for that. You know, we're all spread out. You know, when, when we do the shows, you can switchboard, you can see the phone numbers. They're all different area codes. We're all around. But God brought us together to strengthen and sharpen and to hone our, our gifts and skills and to grow. And this is a blessing to have a place to be loved and to hear God and not even see each other face to face. It's it's a genuine connection out of just love for one another and love for God. And I'm thankful for that. So. Be thankful that you're part of this, that God has placed you here to hear the word, right? To to be under 
uh, leadership who hears very clear. I remember when all that stuff was going down, that presidential election, right, with Trump and Biden. And I remember, you know, Randy, when he was prophesying and saying what God was telling him, and he was catching some heat. <laughs> he was catching some heat. And that didn't, that didn't deter him. He just did what he what he heard, and he said what he heard, despite people coming against him, and I'm pretty sure people stopped listening and all that kind of stuff, people reaching out personally to tell him, hey, you're wrong and all this kind of stuff, and then the whole world, you have all these leaders in the Christian arena that were saying the very opposite of what he was saying. That's a lot of pressure, and he continued to say what God told him to say, and he knew what he heard, and sure enough, it came to pass. And be grateful that you're under a ministry that has leadership that doesn't bend. That's an example for us because we're coming in a time where people are going to bend because there's a lot of pressure. We saw that during COVID. You know how many people got those um, COVID shots because of pressure? They didn't want to be seen as not trying to, quote, flatten the curve. They didn't want to be seen as not trying to protect their loved ones who were, you know, elderly or had medical conditions or whatever the case may be. They didn't want to be seen a certain way. And they may not have consulted with the Lord on what to do. Because I believe that God told people, you know, what to do. What he told me might not be what he told you. I don't know. I know he told me. And I follow what he told me despite how people felt. And there was some debate with some people about the decisions that I made concerning that. And I, my stance was the same. Do what he tells you to do. If you're doing it on fear or pressure, that ain't that ain't God. To take it to him, say, Lord, what what do you want? What do you want me to do? What, what do you want my family to do? And then do that, and be and have peace about that. And a lot of people they weren't doing it for that reason, and that was mild in comparison to what we're going to see. The type of pressure that people are going to be under in these upcoming years, but we will not bend or or or. Fold, we're not going to break. We're going to keep the book of the law on our lips. We're going to meditate on it day and night so that we're careful to do everything written in it and so that we're going to have prosperity and success, period. That's what we're going to do. That's the plan, and that's just what we're going to do, period. And be grateful that you have a network of people who want to hear God. There's all sorts of voices out there trying to suck you in. But you're amongst people who want to hear God. What is God saying? They want to hear what God is saying through his prophets. Because, of course, he speaks to you individually, right? That doesn't change. But he always brings things through his prophets, and you're amongst people who want to hear that. They ain't trying to hear what all these different acronyms are talking about, these worldly acronyms. They're trying to hear what... What, what God is speaking through his prophets because he's speaking. He's speaking loud and clear and we have to have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying. Oh, y'all, I'm tired. I will tell you that. But let's do a collective prayer and then pray over those who have their hands up. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for blessing us with another night and another opportunity to come before you, Lord. We're just grateful. We're grateful. We're thankful for you we're thankful for your love, your direction, your instruction, Father God. We're thankful that your plans for us are are all good. And we're thankful that we are growing in obedience and, and faith in you and trust in you and fully, fully trusting you. 
and that if we if we do have some areas of weakness where we don't trust you, that we're working on it and that you're helping us to get there. Because we we want to meditate on your on your word day and night. We want to be careful to do what's written. We we want to do what you tell us to do. We want to think how you tell us to think. We want to view things how you tell us to view things so that we can have true prosperity and true success because successes and, and obedience go hand in hand. We, we don't want to, to try to have success based on the world standards. We want to have success based on the word's standards. Um, so, Lord, have me to decrease tonight as you speak to your people. Give them what they need, Father God. Give them what they need. Love on them. Guide them, Father God. Reassure them that you are there. You never leave. You're always here with us. So no matter what comes at us in this world, you're here, ready to guide, direct love on us, strengthen us, fortify us, and do what it takes so that we can have success, so that we can have the abundant life that you died to give us. So, Lord, we just love and honor you, and we pray everything in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Let me get my notepad up. I did not realize how tired I was, but I am a little tired. I still got some cooking to do, you guys. <laughs> I still got some cooking to do. So I know what I'm going to do when I get off this show tonight. Definitely going to get me a nap in so I can probably cook something a little later. I like to cook stuff overnight, especially for Thanksgiving. All right, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to unmute, get your name, mute you back, pray for you, and go to the next one so that everybody has a chance to be prayed over. All right, so let's start with 240482. Who am I speaking with? Valerie from North Carolina. Hey, Valerie, how are you tonight? I'm fine, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you right now for Valerie, Lord. Thank you for for Valerie really being used, Lord, to to do just what we were talking about tonight, to, to help people um, to speak the word, um, that when people come to her, that, that she'll give them the word. Like she'll tell them that the, the advice will be the word, whether they even recognize it or not. Um, and, 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 and using her to, to help people to change the way people speak and, and really showing them um, the power of words. So many people create their own snares with their words and don't even realize it. And I thank you, Lord, for using Valerie to, to, to point that out in love, to say, well, what do you think about it? And they tell her, and then she give them the word. Say this, say this about it, because this is what the word has to say about it. I, I know how you feel. I know what you're thinking. I know even what you're experiencing is, is screaming out one thing, but this is what the word says about it. Speak this and, and see your situation change. Because if you keep talking about what it is, and, 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 and not talking about what it can be or we're talking about what God says it is and you're going to keep seeing the same result. So I thank you, Lord, for using her to, to help people with their, with their words. To, thank you, Lord, for using her to give people the word, to give them the word. It's already there, but some people just need to hear it from somebody else. Some people just need to, to it's like when they hear it from somebody else's mouth, it's different than when they're reading it in their own mind. But Help her to illuminate the truth to people and to show them their speech 
to make them mindful of what, what are they saying about it. And Lord, thank you for just blessing her and, and everything that she that she puts her hands to. I thank you for the, the breakthroughs in her life, Father God. Thank you for the restoration in her life. I thank you for the exposure in her life. Um that that you're 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 gonna do some miraculous things for her. Things that she's been maybe even waiting for so long where she like, you know what, if it happens, it doesn't. If it doesn't, I'm cool with that too, but it's it's still going to happen. I thank you for that, Lord. Let her rejoice in that. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's go to our next caller, 251342. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Tanisha. It's Latrice in Alabama. Hey, Latrice, how are you tonight? It is well in spite of. Yes, Happy ma'am. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Let's pray for you. Just thank you for Latrice, Lord. Thank you for for the the spirit of joy um, that she possesses, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that that people will recognize it in her and they will notice the difference and it will draw people. Like they'll say, when you're here, like things feel different. The atmosphere changes and and they'll inquire her and want to know, like, what is that? Like, why, when you're here, do things feel um, different, and she'll use that as an opportunity to minister to people. People will like feel different, whether it be staff members that she works with, whether it be um, patients. Um, but but people will feel it. They'll they'll feel that 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 power that's within her. They'll feel the anointing that's on her life. Uh, let it let it be so strong where people physically feel it. Um, Latrice, one time I went to a, a church service. And there was a very prominent pastor. I won't name him, but he was very well known in the church community. But he had a reputation for being very arrogant. And I had seen him before. And I mean, he preached very well, but he was a little arrogant. But, you know, I was like, it is what it is. Well, my mom wanted to see him, too. So he came back in town and took my mom with me to see him. And. I didn't say nothing bad about him, but, you know, the, the little arrogance he had, did kind of leave a little bad taste in my mouth. But I remember he had an altar call, and he wanted to pray over people. So I went to the altar, because, again, he preached well. No, nobody's saying that he, you know, he didn't say anything wrong or anything like that, but I just kind of did sense the little, the little arrogance. But when I went to the altar, I remember when he got a little close to me, the anointing of God was so strong on his life so strong on his person, it felt like it was sucking the life out of me. I still remember I was like, <gasps> but my, my eyes were closed too. So I didn't know where he was. My eyes were closed. My hands were up. I'm just praying at the altar. But I remember feeling this force, like it was sucking. Every, it was so strong, like the power. Like I wanted to just fall to my face and drop to my knees, and it felt like it was sucking everything out of me. And I opened my eyes. It was because he was getting closer to me. That's how strong the anointing. And after that, when people would talk about him, I'm like, look, say what you want. The man's anointed. Period. I felt it. It wasn't because he preached a good word. I felt the anointing of God on him. And, I, and, it, and it felt like that. It felt like the anointing of God. I, I know what it feels like. I remember one time going to an altar and it just, that, that power was so strong. I remember going to a service at my own church home at the time and they was laying hands on people. This is the first time I experienced laying hands. And Pastor's wife laid hands on me, and I was out. That power of God was on me, on her so strong, and she touched me, and I was out. 
and had a whole vision, was out for I don't know how long, woke up with a modesty cloth on and confused. Like, hey, what happened? Where am I? Why am I not in heaven with Jesus anymore? Like, what's going on? So anointing could be so strong, it could be physically felt. Physically. I can recognize it. Like, even I can smell God on people. Like, it's got a, smells like an old church. Like, it smells like frankincense and myrrh, honestly. It's part of the smell. Now, I can smell it on people sometimes. But it, 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 you people could physically feel it, and and that's what I'm seeing with you, Latrice. Like it's the the, the anointing is going to be so strong when when you come in the room, people are going to people could be sick and feeling terrible, and they're the, the they're they're not going to feel sick no more. It's going to confuse them at first to where they're like, did a pain med kick in or what? Like what was that? But then when you leave, <laughs> they'll be like, whoa, now I started feeling bad again or crummy or whatever. Or somebody could be having a bad day and then you step in and and it feels like everything's gonna be okay. When I when I was very young in my walk and asked God to reveal himself to me, because I saw a show and this lady had said she did that and it worked. So I believed it. What I felt was peace and love. That's what I remember. I remember before I went to bed, I was like, Lord, reveal yourself to me like that lady. On that show I watched tonight, I want you to reveal yourself to me too because I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time with this. I have a logical mind and I'm reading the Bible. I'm going to church and all this, but it's very hard for me. And I want to, you know, like I want you to reveal yourself to me to help me to believe. And this presence came on me and it was peace and love and acceptance. It was warm. It felt good. It felt like a hug. I will never forget it. And everybody just started screaming, peace, love, love, God is love. Like I was screaming like a mad woman. So that's what people are going to feel. They're going to feel that love. They're going to feel accepted all of a sudden. And people are going to ask you about it because they're going to associate it with you. Like, hey, how come when you came in, like, I felt better or what is that? And you're going to tell them, hey, that little bit that you're feeling on me, that's number God. You're feeling the God in me. And you got the opportunity to serve the God. You just feel, feel, feel the, little, the little piece in me. A flawed human being. But I can introduce you to him. And that's what's going to happen. That anointing is going to be so strong on you. It's really going to, where people, it's one thing when you talk and you tell people and they hear your stories, right? They hear your testimony and they believe, but they're going to believe not just because of what you're talking, because they're going to have experienced it. It's one thing for a person to try to talk you out of something. Can't nobody talk about your experience because you've experienced it. It's already real to you now because you've experienced it. So, Lord, we thank you for that anointing becoming so strong, the anointing that breaks the yokes, um, anointing that heals, anointing that, that, that bears witness to the truth. Let that, let that be powerful and strong in Latrice's life, Father God. Let it draw people to her so that she will introduce people to you. Yes, to you, and, and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise, all of it, Lord. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, you probably already noticed that. People probably come up to you now. Like Terrence and I, anytime we go out, like people, we could go to a grocery store and to check out people, but self-checkout, because most of the stores out here are self-checkout, and they'll come, and they'll just chop it up with us, and I know some people, like, touch me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> but I know it's the God. It's, it's not me, you know, it's not Terrence, it's people feel something. You know, we went to our um, 
uh, we have a chiropractor that we just absolutely love. And we go to him and he says, when, you know, he goes, Terrence comes in, things are great. And he's telling me how Terrence has changed his life and all that. He's just such an amazing man. He's a man of God too. But he's like, when y'all both come, there's, he's like the whole atmosphere, there's something different. Like it's electrical, like there's just something different. People feel that. And it's, it's not you, right? It's the God in you. So I really see God um, making that very strong. So just be prepared. People are going to be drawn. It's not even going to be at your work. It's going to be wherever. You could be just going to check your mailbox or whatever. Like people are going to be, people are drawn to that. All right. Let's go to our next caller here. 682738. Who am I speaking with? Hey, happy holiday. This is LaShawn from Texas. Hey, LaShawn, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. The other day, I was praying for y'all. I was praying for brother parents. I was like, I wonder what they doing. <laughs> and, you know, I meant to reach out to you because I forgot, forgot to tell you um, happy birthday. So I hope your birthday was great. I'm glad you, and oh, you know what, what's funny with you saying that? Because like I said earlier on the show, I don't know if you heard, but we have been facing mm-hmm. something. Something we've been facing for a very long time, but it's like it's 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 getting ugly. It's getting uglier. And right. Right. I was like, Lord, I'm I'm tired. You know, I I I go to the Lord with the truth. And you know the Lord told me, He said, I, I got people praying for you. He said, LaShawn's gonna pray for that. Wow, that. I sure did. Yesterday I was praying for y'all. Sure did. He said LaShawn's I'm gonna like, pray for you. Wow. That. So I was like, okay, I said, I'm tired. Wow. But he told me that because I, oh I, I was my like, God, that's I'm tired. I was like, I'm tired. So God is good. And I, <laughs> yeah. He just, he's good. And and, yeah, and when yeah. when it when it presented itself, I was very mad, I was very upset. But I was like, okay, Lord, I know you're you're doing the work, and and I'm grateful now. I'm I'm really grateful because it just Amen. every situation it just shows. God shows himself to be true every time. Like Terrence, he was he was a little ticked off, but it takes a lot to rattle his cage. He said, this is just an opportunity for us to see how God's going to work things out. Like, that's all. He's he's just a positive, very positive. He's always in 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 leadership mode. And, and, and now nah, we're taking this to the Lord mode. We're right. doing it. You know, me, I'll foam at the mouth for a little bit, and then I'll get myself together. But. Right. But that's something right. that the Lord told me. He said, don't worry about it. I, you know, it's taken care of. He, you know, I've already given you. I already told you how this thing's going to end. He's like, he's like, I got people praying for you. I'm going to have Sean pray for that. And I was like, okay. I sure did pray for y'all yesterday. <laughs> and then Terry, y'all came up in my spirit. And I prayed for y'all. Sure did. Wow. And God is good. <laughs> and then I said, you need to call, call on the phone. I tell you, he will put people in. He will speak to us when people need prayer. He will. Yeah, he will. Sure did. And that's that's another reason for people to be grateful for this network. It's like people people pray for you when they hear, you know, the obedience. Like that's how I am. I don't care what I'm doing. I could be washing dishes and randomly think of somebody and just pray for them. God say, just pray for them. And I don't have to reach out to them. I don't have to, they don't have to know because it's between me and God. If God wants me to reach out to them, I will. But there's been plenty of times where that's happened where God has said, hey, pray for this person, pray for that person. And and a lot of times people connected to this network and sometimes it's random people. Like I'll meet somebody at the grocery store or something and then God will say, hey, pray for this person. Like to be connected to people who do that is a blessing that where people will pray for you and don't know what's going on. They don't reach out and say, hey, do you need prayer? No, they mm-hmm. just don't pray for you. Because God told them to pray right. for you. 
They don't need to know. They don't need to hear because from you. They don't need God. If God says pray for this person, they that's just what's gonna happen. So I thank you for your obedience. Um because we did de- we definitely um needed and need prayer. You know, I know God is gonna do what he does. Mm-hmm. And we when everything's said and done with all this this whole situation, we're going to have a show dedicated <laughs> to it so people can know what the things that we've been uh, dealing with and um, how, yeah. how gracious God is and how despite all of it, the other things that he was doing, because that's just like a little small portion, you know, God, I remember God used mm-hmm. Randy to, to give uh, Terrence a word years and years ago about, he, he likened it to Ezra building the wall and how they were coming bothering him. And he was like, no, nah, get away. I'm, I'm building something. Like I don't have time to, 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 to deal with you and argue with you and fight with you. Cause God's got me doing yeah. something. Ezra, I can't remember which person it was, but it was somebody who was building a wall. And that's literally what we've been mm-hmm. doing. That was right around the time where we were invited to start doing the shows and then things had really ramped up. But God was helping us to build, you know, build this ministry, build our ministry, to build, you know, all sorts of stuff. And so all the foolishness that was going on, it's like we had to just ignore it most of the time. We addressed what needed to be addressed, but we we just didn't have time to, like, try to fight a person or fight whatever because it's like we got stuff to do, you know. We, 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 we've got to focus in the ministry and, and things that God is doing. So I'm excited about the end of it so that we can really have a testimony and tell people, like, what's been going on so that people are encouraged that, you know, you can be, God can be using you, building you up when you can be facing some hard things at the very same time. You can keep your joy. Right. You can keep peace. You can keep your ministry. You know, because some people think when you're in ministry, like, oh, you've got to be perfect and all this stuff. No, you, you are, you're still a person. <laughs> you're still mm-hmm. needing people to love on you and strengthen you and pray for you. That, that, has, that doesn't change. You're just making yourself available. You know, you're allowing God right. to use and use your gift, and you're not allowing the enemy or what he's trying to do to stop the reason why you were born and to stop the divine appointment that you yeah. have. It's going to stop that unless you let it. So very grateful for you um, and grateful that you told me that, that you confirmed that, because God told me that. He said, I'm going to have LaShawn pray for you for that. I'm going to have LaShawn pray for that. I'm like, oh, man. And I'm man. like, okay. So, and you did. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm, and I know, I was like, I know she will too. <laughs> right. Because I sometimes I get up and ask the Father, who do I need to pray for? And mm-hmm. sometimes I ask him, what leader needs to be, what, what leader is in the need of prayer? Mm-hmm. He, he will reveal it. Yes, he, he will. will. He will because you know, he, like the mm-hmm. word says, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. So when 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 workers make their yeah. stuff available, God gonna use them. You know, he 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 uses yeah. who's available. We need more, but he uses who he has. So when you mm-hmm. when you say Lord use me, he gonna use you. I, I had to learn about that. I remember being young in Christ, use me, Lord, and he was just using me all over the place. I'm like, Okay, slow down now, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna use you. He's like, Oh, you available vessel? Yep. Okay. Just have me prophesy over strangers in the street. I mean, it was it was crazy, but mm-hmm. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. 
But let's pray for yep. you, and, and yep. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving um, you tomorrow. You too. Happy holidays. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Let's pray for you, LaShawn. Thank you, Father God, for LaShawn. Thank, I thank you for her, her obedience, Lord Jesus, and I thank you um, for the, the – the, it's like I see a, a tidal wave um, coming over you of blessings, tidal wave. I don't know if you've ever experienced a tidal wave. I have. Almost drowned as a child because of one, but it literally overtakes you. Like as a kid, I remember jumping the waves in the beach, and then this big old wave came, and um, yeah, it 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 took over, and that's what I see. I see like a tidal wave of blessings coming, and sometimes with a, with a wave, when you see a big tidal wave, it looks a lot further than what it is. It comes fast. Because even when I was a kid, when that happened, I'm jumping the waves, and I saw the wave coming, but it, it seemed like I had a lot of time to get away from it. it. I saw it, and then boom, it was there. So I see you, LaShawn. It's like it might feel like some things are very far off. They're not. You're like, oh, you know, I know something big's coming, but it, it, it's like in the distance. No, it's, it's, it's not in the distance. You're, you're gonna, it's going to come quick way quicker than what you're thinking. And it's going to take over. It's going to like, you're going to feel like you're drowning. You're drowning in blessings. Imagine that, drowning in blessings. Not not a little sprinkle, not a few drops. Here you go, not, not a little water bottle. Drowning in blessings. So Lord, we just thank you for LaShawn, Lord. Thank you for her obedience. Thank you for her love for you and her love for people and her making herself available always to people, even though people will try to take advantage of her or um, they, they underestimate her, but she still makes herself available to people. She's always striving to do your will and your work despite people, despite experiences. She doesn't allow the experiences to stop her from being who she is. She doesn't allow people's opinions to stop her from being who she is. And I thank you, Lord, that you're expanding and growing her ministry and that you are um, spreading her name um, and, and you're preserving her name so that those who try to slander her name, um, they will be exposed because her, her, her name is going to, to be preserved by your hand. And people will know that, that what she does is true and sincere and that she truly and sincerely serves you and that she tells what she hears from you. It's not coming from a personal place. It's not coming from a, oh, I think that when she speaks, it's coming from you. And people are going to know that. And her reputation will be solid. So I thank you, Lord, for the tidal wave of blessings to overtake her, Father God, to just overwhelm her to where she's just like, oh, my gosh, she, she will have a testimony to tell people, do not give up, do not lose hope, because last year this was what was going on, and this year it's it's completely different. Now this is what's going on. And it's all through the hand and the work of God. So I thank you for her life and I thank you for everything that you're doing for her. Send people to um, gird her up. Send people to to tell her the truth. Send people to sharpen her in every area of her life, Father God. Um, and and, and send, her, send her a husband. Yes, send her a godly husband. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. That's everyone that has their hand up. So if you want prayer, put your hand up because we've got 15 more minutes. But if not, I'm going to end the show and I'm going to take me, um, probably take a nap, but I'm definitely going to call back in to Randy's show. If you don't know, call in at 845. Hit one. That puts you in the queue. Randy, praise
Are you up? Oh, somebody else put their hand up. Let me go there. Pray for them. Six zero eight nine six zero. Who am I speaking with? Hey, it's Shannon. Hey, Shannon. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Doing good. I'm glad you called in. I'm glad you put your hand up. <laughs> I forgot to. <laughs> well, last but not least, make sure you have a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow, Shannon. Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you now for Shannon, Father God. I thank you for for Shannon seeing things for what they truly are um, and seeing things for what they are not. Sometimes we we think something, right? And we believe it to be true. Terrence and I were just talking about this. And then we find out that it's not true. And that's okay, right? It's okay. We, we've all gone through that. But I see you, Shannon, really seeing things for what they are and seeing things for what they are not. And so sometimes that changes, right? Sometimes you think something is and then you realize, no, that's not, that's not what it is. It's, it's something different. It's okay to change your mind because what God is going to do, we were talking about earlier with the exposure, when he exposes things, he, he provides the, the, the proof, right? He provides the evidence. It's almost like a, a, a court thing. And everything is, is kind of like a court thing when you really read the word of God and how he takes care of things. There's a lot of legal terms that are used. So he's going to show you what things are, give you proof, evidence. He's going to show you things that what, what they're not but they're not, but they're trying to pretend to be, but what they're not and is going to give you evidence because we have to walk in truth to really have true freedom. The truth is what makes us free. And sometimes we're not walking in the truth in certain matters, not by, not because we're trying not to, but because something is presenting itself to be something that it's not. And so in every area that that's going on, God is going to present it for what it really is. And he's going to show you proof so that you can trust it. Sometimes that could be confusing, even like especially with people, right? You're dealing with a person, you're like, oh, they're so nice, and this and the other, and then little things start to show, little cracks, and you're like, mm, no, you know, everybody's human, everybody makes mistakes. And then you start feeling some sort of way, and you're like, oh, no, no, I don't want to be judgy just because they made a couple of mistakes, but really you're not being judgy. The Spirit of God is speaking, but you're trying to like almost dismiss it and suppress it because you don't want to think this bad thing about this person, but really it's not a bad thing that you're thinking, it's just the truth. And then more and more will come out, and then now you know what it is. So I see even situations like that with people, like people that's trying to present themselves to be a certain way, and God is going to reveal the type of people that they truly are. And in situations that um, God is just going to show you what it is. It could be a job. It could be it could be anything. But God is going to have you, Shannon, where you're just walking in the truth, period. And he's going to give you evidence so that you can trust what, what he's showing you. Sometimes that's the hard part is when, especially if you've been believing something for a very long time and then God's like, no, this is what it is. And sometimes it's hard to like switch, but he's going to show you proof to where you're like, okay, I can trust. I, I trust what God is showing me so I can make moves accordingly. Cause we have to, we have to operate in truth so that we're not in shackles so that we're not in chains because the opposite of being made free is, not being free and and where there's not freedom there's shackles and chains and things that are holding us back and god wants you to to walk in true freedom right and so that's how you're going to walk in true freedom and 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 it's through the truth so lord i thank you 
for the truth being exposed in Shannon's life in all areas, every single area, showing things, showing him what things are and showing him what things are not. Um, I thank you for the protection. I thank you for the love. Uh, thank you, Lord, for him really seeing himself for who you have made him to be, see how strong he really is, um, how influential he is, um, that, that he really sees the truth of even that the truth of who you've made him to be, to really see himself for the creation that you made him um, and walking even in that truth. Not saying, oh, I'm not this and I'm not that. Because sometimes we do that. God will show us who we are and we'll say, oh, no, that can't be me because I'm not this, that, and the other. No, you are who God says you are, period. God crowds your king. That's what you. That's who you are. And by the time that manifests, you, you will have developed into that. So I see you really seeing who you are, accepting that and walking in that. Despite your shortcomings and flaws, that's who you are. So I thank you for that, Lord, and let other people see him for who he is and, and strengthen him and love on him. Um, let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. That's everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you call back at 845. And let me get the number that you're going to call because it's not the same one. You're going to call 319 527 Six seven three seven. Call at eight forty five. Hit one. Get in the queue. Typically on Wednesdays, Randy gives a message, and then he prays over everyone who has their hands up. So getting your hand up is hitting one. That way he sees that you want prayer. Unmute you. Get your name and pray for you. So thank you all for calling in tonight. I hope everybody has a blessed uh, day tomorrow and every day. I'll be praying for you. Pray for us too. Um, because what are we gonna do? We're gonna meditate on 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 that word. Right? We're going to speak it, so we're careful to do what's in it so we can have prosperity and success. I speak that in your life, in Jesus' mighty name. I speak that prosper, true prosperity and true success, and that you'll be careful to do what the word says, that you will meditate on it, that you will speak it. Um, I speak that over your life in Jesus' mighty name. Till next time, I love you all. Good night. <laughs>